what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. To episode 770 of Hard Factor. It is Monday, September 13th, 2021. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. We got Mark, Pat, Wes, and I'm Will. Today, we're talking movies, football, politics, cryptocurrency, Afghanistan, Netherlands, British Columbia, Rome. Lots of stuff. Holy moly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whoa. It's a lot coming at you. Yeah. How you guys doing? You have a good weekend? Did I? Well, it was good. Uh, did, Med- <laughs> did Medvedev win the U.S. Open? Oh, you had a good betting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did every single one of my college bets totally tank? Yes. Okay, so uh, Pat had a bad betting. Did the Washington football team look really good and then totally beef it like they're supposed to? Well, they kind of looked. We'll talk about that in the cup of coffee. We can, we can get deeper into that. You thought Daddy's they were, down. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> how they looked. Wes, how about you? Uh, good. I, I, I made the, the, the wise decision on Saturday to, to, to look and see what was going on around Texas. Found out the, uh, the, the rodeo and fair was in Abilene, which is about three and a half hours away. Oh, yeah. So, I saw the pig racing. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I remember there was, a, there was a question on, like, what's the closest thing to a hangover for a guy that doesn't drink? It's, it's going to a carnival and eating carnival <laughs> food and riding the rides that are just meant to make you puke and driving seven driving hours. Home. Yeah, driving seven hours total, <laughs> spending four hours in the sun. That's what that's what a hangover is. Sunday so, was, so <laughs> was a little hangover. What's got a sober hangover? Saturday was a long day. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was fun though. It was good, good experience. What were the people like out there? What, what, oh. what, were they salt of the earth? They were salt of the earth. Yeah, I mean, uh, you 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 might you might not have fit in there, Pat, and neither did I really. But I, I got I went to Walmart before and got this like Fast and Furious shirt. Um, so I, Good call. I, I fit they in real well. Fast and the oh, there yeah. were so many Walmart shirts there. Yeah. I was like, I almost got that one. I almost got that one. Yeah. 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 Right. Lots of, lots of like, it was, it was like a teenage, like it was like school day. So there's a lot of teenagers there and a lot of like, you could tell like, you know, 14, 15 year olds that were probably going to get married one day. Like nice. that's the, you know, wearing their boots yeah, like and next, like, the next, next week. Yeah. 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 Married one day. Yeah. yeah. They're engaged already. Yes. It's yes. a race. Yeah. Yes. Someday <laughs> soon. Whoever, yeah. whoever soon. bet on the right pig, that person got married. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. A, that was, was going to be a nice wedding. <laughs> it was a sight. Yeah. It was good though. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. Well, uh, let's do the news. But first, a reminder, follow at Hard Factor News on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. Also, please subscribe and download wherever podcasts are free to support the boys now it's time for a cup of coffee in the big time yeah cup of coffee in the big time holidays history trending news but first a fun fact uh the game of american football was invented in 1882 and it's a modified version of rugby Hmm. so so rugby rugby was around a lot longer than that 
Yes, I'm assuming much longer than at least those mm-hmm. whatever hundred and some odd. The years. tortoise and the hare. Well, yeah, I mean, American football obviously took off way more uh, strongly in terms of getting garnering national international attention after being created versus rugby. But yeah, it was like basically they 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 had you be able to move the ball forward in rugby and do three downs. That's pretty much hmm. the change. Four downs, whatever. Glad they did it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't watch Thank it. you. I mean, rugby's yeah, good, but I football's play better. And, yes, you're right. Uh, football's way better to watch. Rugby's more fun to play for me personally because you get to play both ways, defense and offense. But uh, football, much more fun to walk, watch. Okay, September 13th, holidays. Bald is beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Greed. Yeah, uh, fortune cookie day. I'm on top of it day. International Chocolate Day. You'll hear more about that later. International Programmers Day. Shout out to the programmers. Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. National Boss slash Employee Exchange Day. That sounds dicey. Mm-hmm. What do you guys bring in your boss? You know, like liquor. But then what if he's sober? A job well done. That's what I'm bringing him. That's a good idea. Or her. There yeah, you go. Good, good point. Yeah, an uh, on-time delivery. Mm-hmm. National <laughs> Celiac Awareness Day. So big, big time for... Uh, um, gluten-free people, uh, national DeFi superstition day. Don't know what that means. National peanut day, positive thinking day, rolled, rolled doll day, Scooby-Doo days, snack, a pickle time, not a day, just what? snack, a pickle, time. what uh, supernatural day and uncle Sam day. Uncle hmm. Sam. Tough, tough day for people with peanut allergies, national peanut day. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. just rubbing it in their face. They can't get anywhere near it or they're going to die. Oof. They can't even go in some places. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. What if you're uh, you know, allergic to peanuts and you have, uh, what's it called, celiac disease, so you're gluten-free? This is a big day for you. Not a lot of fun to hang out with, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, pe- people who have peanut <laughs> yeah. allergies need a card, to be honest with you. Generally, people who have life-threatening allergies that is gonna that, that really inconvenience or change the way you do things at, like, a restaurant – they need a card so I know that they're legit. Yeah, like because I don't band. mind. I don't mind making sure that there's no cross contamination if you're actually allergic to peanuts. But I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people, anybody project. can claim it, Pat. A lot of people are like, yeah, I probably have a peanut allergy. Then they're like, then they just run with it. That's the thing about allergies; you can just claim it. Uh, everybody claims to be allergic to cats. Everybody in the world. That's right. If they don't want to be at someone's house, for example, or uh, exactly, yeah. or in a relationship. Know, I yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I don't in a relationship. I agree with Pat. I mean, sometimes it's just fun to like. I don't know, leave nuts around and not have to worry about it. You know, yeah. it's great. But trail it's mix awesome. is one of the dirtiest things <laughs> yeah. you can eat. It they don't go bad and so easily. Yeah. You're, they're, they're essentially asking you to not take full advantage of one of the only foods that you can leave out with no consequences. Right. It's like a bunch of it's like a bunch of little ask. grenades for some people, though. You got to be careful. It's like a bunch of little bullets. It's tough. Watch out today, yeah. peanut people. Um, <laughs> But congrats to you if you're just snacking on peanuts all day. Have fun. Dude, they can't even go to Chick-fil-A because it's all peanut oil. Sorry. They can't That's go to fucking part. Cold Stone, Baskin Robbins. They can't go to Five Guys Burgers and Fries. They well, can't go. Flying's tough because everyone's got the goddamn peanuts on the plane, right? It, yeah, like it's the... like the number one snack. Yeah. How do they live? Why do they live? It's tough. Well, life is good. You know, you can avoid the peanuts. but It's, it's like shellfish hard. people. I never got it. I just, yeah. Yeah, See that ya. sucks. My mom See has a shellfish allergy. Yeah. <laughs> See like, any, yeah. anytime, anytime we're having like a crab feast, it's like it's just, just got to suck. For My brother-in-law just, too. I'm just like Jesus. I'm sorry, buddy. You're like Larry King with the, with uh, his son. If, yeah. if his son yeah. had a shellfish allergy, yeah. I don't want to see him. 
Yeah, it'd be hard. Uh, to choose the West. shellfish party over you uh, in the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you, for you sure. See West in the yeah. summer if you have a shellfish allergy. No. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's shellfish, really. Yeah, it's shellfish. Uh, today in history, September thirteenth, big day. Lots of creepy old history, so we're gonna go real old today. Uh, fifteen fifteen, Swiss mercenaries attack the French position near uh, Mar. Marangano, Marin, Marin, something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the next day, they were defeated by the French and Italian troops. And ever since then, they've been neutral. They've never had another fight. Well, what a what a one day, though. Yeah. Yeah, they took something and then just got their asses kicked right away. Then they're like, we're staying inside the mountains forever. King's birthday. It's, like, it's yeah. like when I got my ass kicked in Vegas. Never talked shit ever again, really. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're like the Swiss, Wes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in 1759, the British defeated the French at the Battle of Quebec. And in 1848, American railroad foreman Phineas Gage suffered a traumatic brain injury when an iron rod shot through his skull and obliterated the greater part of his left frontal lobe of his brain. He survived with apparently no lasting physical damage, though some claimed his personality had changed. And there's his picture <laughs> with the shut eye. Oh, he's a little bit angrier. Man, he he was like Shorter the, he's what, like one of the most famous neuroscience patients of all time, Phineas Gage. Yeah. That, yeah, that's right. That's why he's written about. I forget exactly what it he's was. He's a real freak of nature. That he definitely had to do with his weird ass brain injury. Because I, I think his brain injury just helped uh, neuroscientists discover like uh, what part of the brain, right. wherever the the thing went through, what that controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anger. So, yeah, anger for sure. <laughs> Phineas was furious from then on. Phineas was furious. Um, he's like the character uh, that Jaws played in. in uh, uh, happy gilmore remember he had like the huge nail through his head yeah. <laughs> and shooter mcgavin turns around he goes oh my god <laughs> uh phineas gage interesting guy i didn't have time to look up more uh one last uh history 1598 uh philip the third was crowned uh king of spain and portugal king philip the third uh crowned on this day in in 1598 was virtuous in his private affairs, but indifferent as a ruler and extravagant in his spendings, exacerbating Spain's growing economic problems. And there's a picture of him in his like fancy outfit on top of his horse. So he's just a spender. He just bankrupts. It's a horrible painting of him. Yeah. (laughs) He's just a real asshole. Just a guy. He didn't care about the people at all. Just spent all their money. Phil Phil third. Clown. Sounds like safe moon. Wait, was that, was oh, yeah. Something? Oh, yeah. Hope you're not holding safe, Moon. I still am. We're going to be yeah. talking about that. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Way too much of it. Wet the appetite. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, that'll be an interesting conversation. Birthdays on September 13th. Milton S. Hershey in 1857 of Hershey Chocolate. That's why it's Chocolate Day. Also, uh, Roald Dahl, the uh, novelist who wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, he was born in 1916. Fiona Apple was born on uh, September 13th, 1977. And German football star Thomas Muller was born in 1989 uh, on September 13th. So that's the birthdays. On to the trending news. Honorable mention today. Actress Rose McGowan joins Larry Elder's campaign for California governor after claiming that Gavin Newsom's wife offered her Harvey Weinstein hush money. So loaded statement. But all that happened over the Read weekend. that back one more time. Uh, actress Rose McGowan joins Larry Elder's campaign for California governor. She used to be a huge liberal after claiming Gavin Newsom's wife offered her Harvey Weinstein hush money. So she for would what? shut up about the Weinstein case. About the oh, sounds like a weird trivia question. Does she ever mention 
Marilyn Manson being like a, an alleged serial rapist? I don't know. Did she date him? Probably. Yeah. Didn't she date? Didn't Rose McGowan? She did. She Rose, Manson? yeah. Because she was in that. He was in that movie Jawbreaker because she was in that movie Jawbreaker and he played a rapist in that movie. Well, it sounds well, like she got taken advantage of method in Hollywood acting. big time. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a rapist. That he was in the movie. He was like a, a drifter they brought in to bang at. I forget. Allegedly, anyway, yeah, in real life, he is. Yeah, well, she claims that the Newsoms are creepy along with the Weinsteins. Is that, that's her allegation. She can't catch a break. <laughs> so she joined Elder. She's like, I'm not a Hollywood liberal anymore. Okay. They, they killed her career, man. Big news, Rose. Um, what did her? Oh, Weinstein famously like killed hers and Ashley Judd's career. Like, Judd's, like yeah. There's a couple that he singled out and was like, uh, yeah, he's a real him. piece of shit, huh? Uh, yeah, that, that's crazy. Um, Hollywood, that's gross. Uh, number three, keeping it in Hollywood. <laughs> ben Affleck is back with Jennifer Lopez. They're actually shopping for a home in Hollywood. Uh, but they, this last week, we're at the film festival in Venice, Italy, and he is feeling good, fellas. He's feeling so good that he just handled this weirdo trying to get a selfie with J-Lo on the red carpet over the weekend. Ben just shoves him away, casually pushes him off, gets the great photo op, Everybody's like making lots of memes about his comeback. They're like, he used to be sad and thick and smoking in all his pictures. And now he's just defending J-Lo so valiantly. Yeah. Good Can we talk about his bod, bro? Like he's skinny now. I, yeah. I saw I didn't think that at his age you could get back to where he is. Once I saw where he went, which is where we are. Well, and then he he went. But he's also like 20 years or senior, 15 years or senior. And then he went back to skinny boy. He should have done Sexy. that before the Batman role, though. You know, or he, that back tattoo, man. Screwed that up. He's still got that. You can't, you can't yeah. lose that. With but he's they only gave him, they only gave him the one, the one Batman movie. Now, he's, yeah. If he did it before, maybe he got the second and the third. Um, I heard that. Now. I heard that he's also living in Austin for the next four months because Jay is filming a movie there. Yeah. Yep. They are in Austin right now, but they are shopping for a home together in mm-hmm. L.A. So they won't be there forever. It sounds like. Um, Wes, I bet hmm. if you. If you, I bet if you were going to meetings in Austin, you'd see him because he's 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 in the club. Oh yeah, he's oh yeah. Affleck is. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll search him out. Yeah, find him. Yeah, could be bet, huge for the show. I bet I know. I bet I know which one he's at. Okay. <laughs> the ritzy one. <laughs> yeah, I know which one he's at. Yeah. There's there's a few where everyone's real full of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope you search him out. Uh, related to Ben being back. Uh, I finally got to go back to the movie theaters for the first time uh, since Tenet uh, this weekend, which was not good in theaters. I Oof. saw Shang-Chi and the ten, ten Rings, and it was awesome. Much better than Tenet. Good suggestion, guys. Finally. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Amazing. Did you think about Malignant, or you or you were you had your mindset on Shang-Chi? Well, Malignant's already on HBO Max, so I just ah. didn't. I was like, I could see that for free at home, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So I was like. I heard it's good. Shang-Chi's the shit, though. I'm, I, Malignant also is supposed to be good as well. Good movie's out right now. Uh, number two. Football season is back again. I know we've said that a lot, but it's back for real this time. NFL, full slate. Uh, Real quick, though, first, a footy update from uh, European football. Leeds got blown out three to nothing. Uh, Mm. Pretty happy I didn't have time to bet on any games this weekend with my parents in town. Uh, Yeah, Leeds. That's tough, like we said. Uh, So, Dallas Dave. Yeah, I mean, we're those picks. Dallas Dave, you got to give us a – maybe. Something we're we're not depending on leads to draw or win. Play it. So disclaimer. We're gonna so we're gonna listen to Dallas Dave anymore. 
No, so that's three strikes in a row or four strikes in a row. He's out. So Dallas Dave, please call please call in and leave updates on leads, but don't use the words uh, I advise you to bet on it anymore. Or lock. Just, just give team updates and then don't mention gambling on leads. I do please. need to hear what leads is doing, but they're doing yeah. poorly. I so I also know we that, yeah. we hope you're doing okay, Dallas Dave, because yes, yes. financial financial times are tough. When he's when taken a bath this season yeah. so far. Uh, also, yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is back. Speaking of people, who are back with Manchester United, and he looks great and red again. Wow. Uh, sure, scoring goals. Yeah, Dallas. Dallas Dave will be telling us to bet Leeds over Man United <laughs> any day now. <laughs> he looks too good. Yeah, he looks real good. CR seven and TB twelve looking great in red these days. Uh, and speaking of that, let's take it over to the more important football news, American football news. In college ball, Texas is not back. Uh, they got trounced by Arkansas. Um, lots more of that coming for Texas as they join the SEC. To Arkansas is not one of the better teams in the SEC. If you were the wondering. fuck was Texas thinking? Oh, they're terrible. That their quarterback card or whatever. He's the worst quarterback in the history of quarterbacks. He's <laughs> and then they put in like some freshman who should have been playing the whole game, and he was much much better. It's um, it's like the biggest. It's like one of the biggest schools in America, and easily like probably the easiest to recruit to in terms of the destination. It being in Austin, yeah, Texas, they get a lot of high star athletes. Probably has the most dedicated booster uh, paying players program, I'd say, or at least top five. Like, not back. what's going on there, man? Not back. They can't get it together. Yeah, nope, not back. Uh, Sarkeesian's their coach. Now it doesn't matter who the coach is; they're just not back. Uh, the underdogs in general. Had a good day. Uh, Iowa beat Iowa State pretty soundly. That was a 10 over 9. Oregon also handled Ohio State with relative ease, and those were the two marquee matchups on Saturday. And most notably, though, Jacksonville State, coached by Barstool Sports' Deion Sanders, beat Florida State with a walk-off touchdown. No, 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 no. Different team. Jackson State, State. Jacksonville, two different teams. Both coaches. He coaches Jackson. State. Oh, he coaches. Oh, he doesn't coach that team. But he did have a win. State. Oh, my yeah. bad. I thought yes. that he coached the no, team. No, no, no. It's a, it's a common misconception. Jacksonville State is the team that I told everyone to bet on against like UTEP or whoever the first week because like UTEP was favored oh. or UAB was favored by like twenty two points. And I was like, they they, they can't beat anyone. They're not going to beat Jacksonville State by twenty two points. They did. They won thirty one nothing. So Jacksonville State came into Florida State zero and one, losing thirty one nothing to a shitty school, and they beat Florida State. My oh, dog run continues. Worse. I that's did win way that way worse. Mm. I did. I but it way would worse. be. I, uh, is it worse? Because I thought Dion was a coach, which would have been that team's hard better. Game. Jackson State's a lot better than Jacksonville State. Dion wow. did pull out that's a good. win against Florida A and M last week, uh, which was fucking impressive. And I, I made some money on that game. Yeah, uh, but not D- nearly not nearly as impressive as Jacksonville State beating Florida State. Let's be honest. Did you see uh, the last play? About as impressive. No, definitely not. Definitely did, not. Did you see the last play of this Florida State it game? Was it was amazing. Incredible. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was it, Jackson it was a Hail State. Mary, and then the guy caught at the, the 10, and the two, two Florida State guys just had him at the 10, and they just missed him. Yeah, was, and then the block at oh, the, the final fucking, block like, was amazing. Block, yeah. yeah, the block was incredible at the oh, two. Oh, the block. Jacksonville yeah. State, very Talk good. Talk about the block. Yeah, it was a great block, Matt. Did yeah. you see the play? I missed it. I didn't see it. They're saying it's the worst loss in Florida State history, and I'm sure that has to be correct. It's the worst loss in the history of the of the program. Whenever Pat's mad about sports, you just start saying sports terms sarcastically. The block. There was, there was a shot. There was a shot. I've heard this since since we were young. Uh, block, otherwise, huh? not too many surprising <laughs> results. Yeah, it was a good ball, good block. Uh, besides some games that were closer than expected, like Notre Dame Toledo. 
Thank you for the clarification, Mark. Jacksonville well, State. I would have to say Notre Dame is probably not that good because they barely they had to take overtime to beat Florida State, right? So right. I, after the first week, we're like, oh, Florida State's good and Notre Dame's good. No, neither are good. Yeah, Florida no. State sucks and Notre Dame sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. they're not. In pro football, Joe Burrow, kind of like pro slash college, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are taking their act directly to the pros from the 2019 LSU title team. The mashup, do you guys see this? Uh, I'm going to show it to you right now. That LSU did of, the, of a touchdown versus Clemson in the national title game versus this touchdown uh, on Sunday for the Bengals was amazing. Here it is. It's just like uh, it, they're the same play. Effective. Now Burrow going to launch downfield for Chase. Going deep. Jamar Chase. He's got it. <laughs> Who's got it? Touchdown, LSU. <laughs> Uh, pretty fucking That's pretty cool. good. That's pretty pretty good. fucking cool. Um, obviously, everybody was a bit nervous after uh, Jamar's comments about the NFL ball being harder to catch. But uh, Sunday against the Vikings showed he can definitely still catch the ball. Uh, speaking of Clemson, the Trevor Lawrence debut in Jacksonville kind of sucked. They got smoked by the allegedly very lowly Texans. Um, the Bills surprisingly got beat handily by the Steelers, making the shitload of Bills future betters very nervous. Um, that was a Super Bowl pick for a lot of people. And the Steelers are supposed to be very down. Uh, the Eagles devastated the Falcons in the Battle of the Birds. Uh, for, any thoughts on that, Mark, as a Birds fan? Well, uh, it was another kind of like the Jamar Chase-Burrow combination. Hurts yeah, had a year. He, he got he got kicked off the team or he's transferred. But he had a year at Alabama with Devontae Smith and a bunch right. of touchdowns with him. And they're back together. Wow. And they're scoring touchdowns. Yes, they are. 49ers defense gave up 33 points to the Lions, but they still won. The Cardinals, Saints, and Broncos all looked awesome, and the teams they played did not, including the Green Bay Packers. Uh, The Browns and and, uh, Chiefs had a hell of a shootout, which the Chiefs won. Rams and Bears going down as we tape. I'm assuming the Rams are going to crush them. Uh, And then finally, an unathletic-looking quarterback news, Mac Jones did pretty good. In his debut for uh, starting for the Patriots, he still lost to a Tunga Vailoa and the Dolphins by one point. And Taylor Heineke <clears throat> is in at quarterback for the football team after Ryan Fitzmagic got injured very fast in the loss of the Chargers. So sorry to all those who had canceled Heineken for his political beliefs last year. He's back, still tossing TDs. Going to have to deal with him. Tell you what. He believes uh, in touchdowns is what he believes. He does. <laughs> yeah. Really impressed with he what he did. Those. <laughs> but it was uh it was something stressful about watching him play. It was like um it was like he was doing well, but everything he was doing pass, was like the by the skin pass. of his teeth Dude, kind the of situation. Was the best thing I've seen. Dude, that fucking the pa- did you guys see the pass? The pass, the pass that he uh the blow was like the, the, well, the, 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 the catch. The catch, the catch pass. Mm, yeah, it was like yeah. the block. The pass, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was a better catch because that that ball was Really almost picked, and then McLaurin caught it like on his ass on the on the sideline. That was a lot of time being discussed for a team that lost. That's true. Uh, okay. Number one, cream of the crop. <laughs> Taylor Heineke isn't the only one making a splash with the local libs in D.C. this weekend. Senator slash President Manchin is also making waves by going on CNN and saying this about the $3.5 trillion spending pack. The op-ed that you wrote, yes. you said you cannot support the $3.5 trillion bill until you get, quote, greater clarity on why that amount is necessary. Most of your colleagues have been trying to give you that clarity over the past uh, couple of weeks since you wrote that. Your party leader, Chuck Schumer, 
says he's moving, quote, full speed ahead with this package. Will he have your vote? And that's fine. He can. He will not have my vote on 3.5. And Chuck knows that. And we've talked about this. Um, we've already put out 5.4 trillion. And we've tried to help Americans in every way we possibly can. And a lot of the help that we put out there is still there. And it's going to run clear until next year, 2022. What's the urgency? What's the urgency that we have? It's not the same urgency that we have with the American Rescue Plan. We got that out the door quickly. That was about $2 billion, $2 trillion. And on top of that, you know, all the things we've had with the CARES package, everything leading up to that. So we have done an awful lot. And there's still an awful lot of people that need help. But you have 11 million jobs that aren't filled right now. 8 million people are still unemployed. Something's not matching up. Don't you think we ought to hit the pause and find out the vulnerability that we have, Dana, right now? We don't know what happened with this COVID. It's awful coming back the way it is with the vengeance. We don't know about inflation. We know it's running rampant right now. I can tell you in West Virginia, inflation's running rampant. And on top of that, the challenges we're going to have, geopolitical challenges, shouldn't we be prepared? So I want to ask you about. So he got pressed. Ask, uh, what's that? Ask him about the boat. Ask him about yeah. his boat. The boat's a much more fun <laughs> topic. Yeah. Almost heaven. His uh, yeah. houseboat, Senator Manchin's <laughs> houseboat. No, he was he was pressed on by CNN um, asking about like how much he would agree to. He was noncommittal about that. But he says he approves of the infrastructure bill that they've already passed through obviously, um, uh, but that he's not going to sign off on the $3.5 trillion. White House staff apparently tells Rolling Stone that Biden is going to go on a lobbying blitz to bring Manchin around on this, nuking the filibuster and approving the Voting Rights Act. Sounds like a pretty tall order to me, but I don't know why I'd, I'd question Rolling Stone's reporting. I think Manchin just likes to be the hottest chick at the party, man. That's what he likes to do. He likes to be like, mm, you can't have this. Well, he's a West Virginia Democrat. If you want it, so you're he's in the hot seat all the time. Work for it. Yeah, I mean, he's just kind of established that space. Well, but he's he's in a Republican state, and he's the only Democratic representative there, so he has to like beholden to his constituents. Yeah, hottest chick at the party, though, no doubt about it. Everyone, it wants does it. make him that. It does make him that. It makes Everyone him like the pseudo president. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's today's cup of coffee in the big time, which was brought to you today by Lightstream credit card debt consolidation. Did you know that you could actually roll all of your credit card debt into one monthly payment at a lower fixed interest rate? Did you did you know what you can. the hell you did you just say? <laughs> well, listen up, Mark, because it's a great idea. If all you right. want to pay off your debt and take control of your financial future right now. Lower your interest rate and save with the credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Rates start at just 5.93% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Plus, the rate is fixed, so it'll never go up over the life of the loan. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and there are absolutely no fees. As soon as the same day you apply, you can get that money. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash factor. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash factor. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash factor for more information. Hell yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to bring a, uh, a guest on the show here, guys. Uh, my friend, Jared Lutz, who happens to be the uh, CTO of Starship. Um, nice. Jared, welcome to Hard Factor. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Jared? What's up, Jared? Great. Doing hey. great, brother. And I want to bring Jared on because we're going to talk about the shit show that is <sighs> Safe Moon. So real quick, 
Safe Moon's a juggernaut. If you don't know, it's a DeFi token, right? Uh, and uh, two of the two or three, two, two, three of the six core team members of SafeMood resigned uh, over the last four days. And it seems they might be making off of the investors' money to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars, leaving 2.5 million investors or holders holding the bag. And So that's uh, why our SafeMood went from like a ton down to nothing. Exactly. If you're wondering why your SafeMood is dog shit today, Mm. uh, we're about to tell you why. So um, we're going to Give a quick background. I'm wondering. So, yeah. Going to give a quick background to anyone that doesn't really know about the DeFi space, and then let's talk about it. So, SafeMoon, it's a Binance-based DeFi token. Binance is the network that kicked off the shitcoin revolution kind of back in March. Essentially, they were the first token to offer uh, reflectionary rewards in their tokenomics, which means that like every time a token is traded, if you buy or sell SafeMoon, there's this 10% tax. So, if you buy $10 worth of SafeMoon, uh, when it actually hits your wallet, you actually just have $9 of SafeMoon because there's a 10% tax. And that 10% is split. Um, 5% goes to a liquidity pool. And 5% goes to the existing holders pro rata. So depending on how many coins you have um, or reflected back to the holders. That's why it's called a reflectionary token. Anyway, since SafeMoon launched back in March, the value of the token has gone up 362647 uh, percent. So uh, mm-hmm. if you had invested $1 back oh. then, you'd have 362,647. It's That's kind crazy. of fucking insane. Is that right? Um, yeah. Be pretty good, right? Um, and at one point back in May, May 15th, 2021, the token had reached a market cap of $6.03 billion, right? The yeah. market cap today, 800. My safe moon was looking sick in May. Oh, it was looking really good. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Market cap today, eight hundred forty-five million. So the market cap is how many? How much cash essentially is the coin? So, um, uh, and real quick before we go any further, they lost further, a lot me, of billions there. They lost over it, five billion there. Pat. They lost mm-hmm. all the billions. Um, <laughs> let me disclose that I am a holder of Safe Moon. Will is a holder of Safe Moon. I don't know who else on the show is holding it. I was. Um, nope. Mark was. Uh, Wes is not. Jared, are you a holder? Uh, yeah, like a hundred Safe Moon for testing. Okay. Like nothing. I wouldn't. Cons- I wouldn't consider myself a holder at all. No, that's really <laughs> smart of you, Jared. That's like half a penny. Yeah, thanks. That's right. really smart. Of you. <laughs> I don't even know if that's half a penny. Yeah, um, exactly. It's probably not. I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. A Safe couple one thousand like, penny. Uh, it's it's fractional. I don't even know, Pat. What did you, how it is? It is like maybe a tenth or less so of when, what I originally. Bought. When we were flipping shit coins right at the beginning, right, like when the market was uh, on a bull run, right. Um, I took pretty much all my profits on three or four coins, which is about $6,000, and I put it into SafeMoon. So that's, and that, by the way, not an insignificant amount of money for me. Um, right. Yeah. You, now, you were playing with a lot of, to, lot of coins there. Yeah. To, to, to push the knife in a little bit further, you also told everyone to get SafeMoon for a while. Right. Uh, and Ooh. I'll tell you why. Um, so uh, essentially, as I said, right, SafeMoon had a ton of people engaged, right? Um, it was a massive, massive, massive market cap. It had a ton, a ton, a ton of holders. And yeah, they all had those Times Square billboards. We, we which, have to talk about why their market cap is so high, though. Let's talk about it. So, Jared, yeah. please. And, and guys, so Jared, as I said, CTO of Starship. We've talked about Starship on the show before. Um, Jared, oh, I'm a holder of Starship. Always, yeah. forever. Oh, yeah. All for right, life. nice. He's a nice. developer. He's a doxed developer. And Jared's token, Starship, is a fork of the Save Moon contract, right? So, uh, Jared and I have been kind of following in this over the weekend, texting back and forth, like, can you fucking believe this? Uh, and it just keeps getting worse. So, yeah, yeah, Jared, explain to us why the coin is where it's at and what you know. 
Well, so f- first off, and this is good, this might get a little complicated, so I, I'll try not to go into crazy amount of detail, but the way the price is figured in a decentralized network is going to be the liquidity pool. So the liquidity pool is split into two halves, right? You have the pairing token, which with SafeMoon is BNB, and then on the other side of the liquidity pool, you have SafeMoon. So if the liquidity pool equals one SafeMoon to one BNB, then uh, then SafeMoon equals like one SafeMoon equals BNB, which you is like four hundred and fourteen dollars. Yeah. yeah. So okay. so you can totally manipulate like from the get go when you're launching. I can I can make it so a token's value could be like twenty trillion dollars, even though it it doesn't have that liquidity backed at all. Like for instance, at their height, I think that I don't know like for sure, but around six billion when their market cap was six billion, they only had in liquidity maybe I mean less than less than a hundred million. Right. So you have a hundred million liquidity pool, but an evaluation of, of five billion or 6 billion and you can you can totally manipulate that by adding like for instance if i were to add a hundred thousand dollars to one side of the liquidity pool and then one safe moon then one safe moon would equal one hundred thousand usd right so i can control that i can control the price right off the bat so there's that right and and what pat and i have been sort of talking about over the these past couple of days is how you just see this crazy history of overhyping products where there are zero deliverables and you're doing that to get people to FOMO in which is essentially a bear squeeze right where people a bear squeeze is where because everybody knows a short squeeze right mm-hmm. a bear squeeze is when you've got that initial hype right and then it's the the token starts to drop but then you have this massive increase in price, which is forcing people that sold to buy in higher than where they right. sold, right? So, uh, you know, there are different types of squeezes. And I, I really, when you look at their Twitter and you look at all the statements that they're Captain making. Captain Hunchies, is that who we're talking yeah, about? No, Cap, Captain Hoddle, right? Right, Captain Hoddle is the CEO. Listen, let me get into this real quick. So um, all the cash is flowing in, right? And and um, in the DeFi space, in relation to a token for it to be valuable, everyone talks about utility, right? So for example, Bitcoin and Ethereum are blockchains, right? They're, but that's kind of a form of a token. Uh, and, you know, they're a large-scale database or network that offers some form of utility. Um, in Bitcoin's case, like it transparently records a ledger of payments. And in Ethereum's case, it's used as a platform to program digital contracts, right? So those are examples of utility. On a smaller scale, the token MANA, for example, is the currency built on the Ethereum network that can be used um, to buy things in the open world game or metaverse Decentraland. Like, so that's a form of utility. Like, hey, you want right. to play Decentraland? Utility means it does something. The right. coin does something. It has a it has functional a, purpose. It has a functional purpose. Cock-a-poo. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So when they launched SafeMoon, it had no utility, right? But what happened was all these people got into it. So what it did was it built a really cool opportunity for a large community to have a pooled amount of wealth, right? And if the leadership did something cool with a utility, that would make it significantly valuable. So mm-hmm. um, everyone was talking utility, 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 right? So SafeMoon was promising certain utility, but they have not yet delivered on any of that it's utility. It's coming. That utility's coming. Right. That it's, utility's it's coming. coming, right? You better, um, you better hold on to your pants. It's going to be a good one, too, because we're worth so, $6 billion. Yeah, someday. Someday it's coming. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm getting at, and that's kind of where it's it's falling the fuck apart. So um, Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, th- they just gave up, it seems like. I mean, look at the price. They've I had don't to think they up. ever tried. 
to be honest. Uh, right. So let's run this down. Let's run uh, the timeline down. Intentional rug. Yeah. Would it be considered a rug? Dude, when I started diving into because I'm so busy in my own shit that like I can't be watching all this other stuff. But when there's a token out there that to be totally transparent, I emulated these people. Like I wanted to I want I wanted them to succeed because if they succeed, it brings more attention to me personally, like in my project and my right, work. Right, because Starship is kind of modeled a little bit after the, their contract. Yeah, it, model, it's right? on the same blockchain, and obviously right. we forked their contract. So like we we like the DeFi side of, of where they went, um, but it's just you you kind of see this massive explosion, and you're like, all right, this is great for our, our industry. Like as a CTO, whether you're a competitor or not. I I will champion advancements in technology that will bring that will make blockchain technology stronger, right? Sure. But then when you have these fucks that are just not even trying to run a company or to really organize this in any discernible way, it now has the opposite effect. And right. so yeah, yeah, now you're mad at these guys. They're making making it look you look bad. This is like. <laughs> This is like what that Into the Wild kid did to wilderness people. It's like actual <laughs> hikers. Exactly. I was just talking about that with my creative director last yeah. night. That is crazy. So, Perfect analogy. Let's run this down. <laughs> uh, so utility, right? So let's talk about utility. So SafeMoon starts tweeting about utility, right? Uh, they launch in March. Uh, in April, they start talking about an exchange, right? So essentially a, uh, a place where you can swap SafeMoon with other tokens, um, they raised $1 million uh, for that exchange, roughly. Um, it, by August 8th and then through today, they've never mentioned that exchange again. So they raised a million bucks. We're not focused on the exchange anymore. This is back in April. April 30th, they announced the preview of a wallet. Okay, so a wallet, right? That's a form of utility. Now, this is where Jared comes in because this kind of fucked me up. Wallet sounds complicated. sounds difficult. It's 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 very cool. And, and Jared's developed a wallet for Starship. And this is and when he showed me the beta, I was like, Jared, this is awesome. It looks really good. And Jared was like, yeah, I was like, how long did, did it take you to make this? And Jared, you can tell the people, but the, it's it's kind of a utility to launch a wallet. Um, but for the amount of resources that SafeMoon has, it's fucking a pathetic utility mm-hmm. because it's so small. Right. It's something that they should have been doing like week one of their company. Now, they're trying to yeah. dro- drop this wallet August 28th. And guess what? It doesn't work. It fucking yeah. crashes all day long. They also talked about a debit card that's gone. And then over the weekend, their CTO left uh, their um, marketing. There goes, the ut- there goes the utility. Or their COO left <laughs> yeah. and their their blockchain, CBO, Chief Blockchain Engineer, left. And then everyone started freaking out. It was like, no, I didn't leave. Uh, and we're going to get to it. He kind of actually did leave. So, Jerry, can you explain what SafeMoon was trying to do, how they missed the mark, and how how alarming this is? What they were trying to do, I don't know. What alarming, I mean, that depends on what country you're in because we're talking about massive tax implications. Uh, mm-hmm. for cause, So the audit report that came out that literally went through every single transaction that left the liquidity pool. Okay, so to back up. When you are a contract owner or the contract lead dev, like for me, I have control and access to my contract. I can change transaction fees. If if our liquidity wasn't locked, I could pull the liquidity, right? So whenever somebody is trading, the uh, the value of that trade, so that 5% that goes to liquidity, actually goes into the hands of the contract owner, right? So it's a lot of power in, in that like 
kind of respect. So, sure. um, your got your God mode, but you're yeah. kind of expected, like if it's a utility or if you have some kind of mission with the coin, you're expected to sort of stick to that as the contract. I mean, that's what the, that's what the purchasers of the coin are expecting. Yeah. That's what, that's for sure what they're expecting. So as a utility other than D- DeFi, so to say that this is decentralized finance, which means I deposit money in and, you know, I make interest on that. That comes through the side of the the reflection. The 5% of the liquidity is supposed to make the liquidity pool stronger. But really, when you get above 10%, like I would say close to like 10 million in your liquidity pool, you really don't have to charge that tax anymore. So they've been really charging and taking this money into the liquidity pool. So they've withdrew $116 million in this audit report uh, from the liquidity yeah. pool. So Jared, they withdrew $116 million, presumably to develop their utility. Okay. So Jared, whatever. You, let's, talk, yeah. let's talk about apples We're, to apples. We've passed so, that. They, just to, just, just to fat yeah, their pockets. 116, dude. Yeah. There's no app you're making with 116. So, Jared, how much did you spend? By the way, your wallet is dope. How much did you spend to develop your wallet? I, I mean, I, I work in my garage. I, it was for free. So, like, it was my time, right? So, how much of the $116 million did you need? Zero, zero dollars. How long did it take you to develop your wallet, Jared? Well, okay, so so my wallet, like their wallet is too, are are what people have been saying their wallet is a fork off of Trust Wallet, right? And we have Trust Wallet components in our wallet too. Any good developer should be able to fork within one single day. So I think uh, the fork initially took me probably like six to eight hours, seven hours, right, to make the actual fork, which means I had a functioning wallet right off the bat within seven hours. At that point, now I'm changing code to to be more applicable to our base and like how I want to utilize the wallet, right? So like hooking in different exchanges uh, or different routers so that I can trade a token on PancakeSwap or Uniswap, right? So, I mean, I know that I probably lost you guys a little bit there. No, no. But... Okay. So point is, so May 3rd, when no, they were I... tweeting about... They were tweeting about the uh, having dark mode on their wallet, like literally like screen configuration, I- image shit. Mm-hmm. And, and that then should be pretty easy. Right? Failing to launch their wallet on dark August 28th. Yeah, like as in it accepts yeah. the settings of your phone. As in like as in like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, which, exactly. which, by the way, took me seven hours to do personally. OK, yeah. so we, we, we got it. They stole or they took one hundred and sixteen million dollars and couldn't develop the product. They still have not developed the product. I want to point a couple things out. Um so uh, on August 28th, guys, on August 28th, their CEO was tweeting. Uh, well, let me start. Let me start with their web developer. So, again, there's a six person team. This is August 28th. This is the tweet from their web developer. Went to a car show today at Tailgaters in Hope, Arkansas. Didn't win shit, but hey, it was fun. Uh, the lamb truck with the rebel style grill just need front bumper installed to complete the look is already sitting at the house. And it's a picture of his decked out truck. Now, I sent this to Ram Lover um, 69, Dodge Ram Lover 69, friend mm-hmm. of the program. Yeah. He said that this truck comes in about 50 grand. Um, nice someone truck. tweeted yeah. at him, why aren't you working on the wallet? This is on August 28th, <laughs> the, day, the day that their wallet crashed. <laughs> he goes, Be- in all caps, because I'm the website dev, not the wallet dev. Uh, and then um, uh, in Roz Belichick says, you're the website dev and the website has crashed. Uh, so just to give you an idea, <laughs> th- that's on the 28th when the wallet is dropped. The CEO is tweeting that same day, uh, six hours before uh, the wallet is coming out, saying that um, the SafeMoon wallet will uh, be launching any minute now. 
Now, it didn't launch because it wasn't set up to launch. It was bullshit. Right. Yeah, it sounds like they didn't want to do it. It sounds like it was all bullshit. Well, dude, so 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 they've talked about an exchange. I, I built an exchange as well. And they they've talked about this debit deal, you know, to make a deal with Visa. That's just money. Right. That that's not like this crazy thing that you have to code. It's just a partnership deal, which is just money. Right. You pay them to mm-hmm. be to have your own debit card. So there's nothing complex about what they're doing here. It's, right. They're just lying. They're just lying to get people. This is what it seems like. So three, three of the mm. top three of the five total or six total executives gone. Yeah, so so there's six people on the team. This is interesting. So there's gone. six people on the team, right? Um, CTO gone, uh, COO, COO gone, the CBO gone, and then he came back. But this is really fucking interesting. So uh, not only did they transfer the contract to an undoxed CFO <laughs> the other day, so well, everyone's that's a doxed. big deal, right? It's huge. Like, yeah, it's a huge deal in the crypto They gave space, someone right? who no one knows who that person is, yeah. the only undocked member of their team, their new CFO, the, the keys to the contract after removing $116 million. And then this happened, guys. The, uh, the CTO who left uh, this conversation was leaked yesterday. And this is him talking about his new project to a bunch of people. Uh, here you go. We don't, we don't have a dumb, fat Brit doing it. So. <laughs> oh, perfect. And I own the Discord for Safe Mode, so if John does any spooky shit, I was just taking the Discord and linking it to our project. So his best interest is to give me my $3 million severance package. Kind of forcing his hand on that one, because I also own the Twitter. <laughs> well, I own the domain, too, so, I mean, it, he kind of needs the website. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going to have I want, I want my house. I want my house, and I want to be able to pay myself back everything that I invest in the beginning of our project. So that's Hank, the CTO. Hold, he's holding all the socials hostage for a $3 million payment. Meanwhile, 2.5 million holders are going to watch their coin go to nothing. Sounds like the, the team is just totally falling apart. Whether the, whether they had good intentions at the start or not, now they're just fucking each other over. No, honestly, I think yeah. I think it was intended to be a rug pull, which is where the devs it's, pull the liquidity because uh. they didn't dox themselves right away, right? So doxing is like where you know my identity. So that was a big thing that, uh, that my partner and I had really shot for with Starship and with other projects was, hey, this is who we are, this is our face, this is what we sound like. And so it should be a requirement, right? It should. But we live in this crazy decentralized world where people want that, you know, they want to be invisible. And Jared, do you do you think that all this uh, because you know how Congress is now like really they're interested in crypto and they want to start like kind of putting regulations on. Do you think that this is some of the stuff that will get sort of worked out through that process? Or do you think that this is just like. That that's going to just mess stuff up even more. No, the the U.S. really has no authority except for the boundaries of the United States, right? And the the citizens mm-hmm. that are there, and they assert that authority by saying, you know, if you break this law, we're going to tax you or imprison you, right? So, sure. um, outside of the U.S., like this can always exist. It's a like I was just saying, it's a decentralized world. It's a blockchain that can't be controlled, right? Jared. You discovered something while you were launching your wallet, right? And that's that SafeMoon is registered in Provo, Utah, yeah, right? Yeah. So that means they're, they're going to jail probably, right? Well, okay. So this brings up other things such as like they withdrew $1 million from the liquidity pool for a uh, like donating to COVID in India. 
and then they never distributed the million dollars, although they withdrew it from the liquidity pool. And then when the CEO is being called out about it, he's basically talking shit on the way charities operate and that he's going to do it his way. And Safe Moon is working on but but he's not looking for clout. Shady. And so he doesn't want to talk about it. Shady. So no fucking mm. details. So I take this more personally because I run a 501c3. Like I know how difficult it is to work with the government and the IRS and all these other partners that hold you up to like this crazy high standard because you're taking money that you that will go to a charitable. It's a public benefit. Cause, and, yeah, yeah, it's and, and it's going to be a tax deduction for whoever gives it to you. So that's supposed to benefit somebody, not you, the business. Owner. Yeah, it's a pub, like literally a charity is a is a public benefit. Yeah. So he yeah. just got he just went way up on the FBI's radar for sure. Mm. Not to mention that the IRS isn't going to give a fuck about uh, what he's reporting. They're going to look at the fact that he runs a five billion dollar token, and I bet you he's he's not even going to report like more than a million dollars he made this last year. They're just going to assume. Because he runs a $5 billion token that this is his value and this is what he should pay tax on, they're going to send him a tax bill for it. And it's going to be up to him to fight it and to prove that he doesn't have that money. Well, Jerry, we got to move on to the next story. But real quick, uh, what do you think this means for other DeFi tokens, Safe Moon kind of being the canary in the coal mine and the biggest one first that turns out to be run by a bunch of shitheads? So I hope... Well, I mean, SafeMoon, I, I, I don't think it's going to be recoverable at this point. Uh, they're going to continue to drop. And I think if they drop below six zeros and a seven, uh, they're just going to hit the floor. So the yeah, I'm scared of what it does. Like it makes it makes our whole space look like criminals. Right. But but this also is an opportunity for the good projects to get together and really say, hey, if if you're not doxxed, if you're not showing people who you are, and where you're from and all that kind of stuff, then, you know, you shouldn't be allowed in this network. So hopefully we look at this situation and we say, hey, this is the path forward and it's through transparency and these are the rules. So hopefully we can we can get there. Hopefully SafeMoon actually push, pushes us to a more uh, transparent network of individuals that are, you know, working. That'd be good. Yeah, that makes sense. Like a lot of the little... Shit tokens like a rug pulled, they don't really move the needle. But Safe Moon, it put, <laughs> being like a mass, yeah, it brought attention, huge needle move. Yeah, it brought attention to everyone, and now it's going to make everyone else look like shit. So yeah, yeah but like you say, it's also a good incentive good. for people who want to stay in crypto to get it fixed. You know? That's what yeah. I'm hoping for. Yeah, so it hasn't really dissuaded me at all. I'm not happy. I know Portnoy, Dave Portnoy is going to be pretty unhappy. And I, I wouldn't want to be on the other end of, of just uh, 2.5 million angry investors. So uh, we'll keep you updated. But Jared, thank you so much for coming hey, on. Thanks for having me, guys. Love the show. Check out uh, sure. De- Deploy Starship. How do you like Cardano, Jared? Do you like Cardano? Uh, uh, might be. I don't know. We'll see in the in the coming year or so. But okay. there's a lot of he, – he's been coming up. The Cardano has been coming up on my – so I, I just started a podcast and it's oh. called Fun Hour, which is just like, no, yeah. no, it, it's just to, you know, get people to like ask questions. It's called Fun Hour, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been getting people asking questions about Cardano. Like, is it a scam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it another safe moon? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, it's it's tough. Well, I'm I deep mean, in that one, Jared. So don't <laughs> tell me that. Oh, oh man. Not the answer I wanted. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Thanks, uh, for, thanks for coming on, Jared. Hey, thank <laughs> thanks, you. Jared. <laughs> 
We got Cardano. We're, we're getting bear squeezed into Cardano. Cardano's fine. Bear See, squeezed so hard. Already. I've been reading. I've been listening to everything right. good about Cardano. <laughs> Holy The shit. bear squeeze right. is on. Cardano's fine. Starship's fine. Yeah. Safe from those motherfuckers. But on the wrong end of a bear squeeze or two. Ooh. Bear squeeze sounds like it was designed to fuck us up. Like targeted fuck us up. That was like well, Wes's main move back in the day was selling something and then watch it go up to a really high price, then buying it for higher yep. than he was ever. At, yeah. Bear squeeze was, was made for me. <laughs> That's why we called him Wes Bear Squeeze Shepherd. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna need some therapy uh, once uh, I lose my six thousand dollars. Once it goes to zero in safe mode, I really have no mm. choice but to just keep it in there and see what happens. Unfortunately, mm. so the therapy oh, is imminent. No. Uh, yeah, and thank- my, yeah. <laughs> I'm Thank fine. God for Talkspace. Talkspace uh, is our partner, and they are uh, they are an online therapy program where you can have virtual therapy uh, with a number of different licensed counselors in all sorts of different areas. Uh, I personally use Talkspace when I needed to uh, adjust my antidepressant medication and also just needed to get back into therapy, something I did as a youth but haven't done in a long time. It was really super easy. I signed up. Uh, immediately they part, they pair you with like an onboarding technician, technician who's very thorough, uh, can kind of guide you where you need to go. And then they give you an option of a ton of therapists, which is really cool. Uh, if you've ever done therapy before in person, you don't have a million options, right? Availability, location, uh, whether they're taking new patients or not can just be a pain in the butt. It could be a nightmare with Talkspace. You can avoid that whole mess. Go on, let them know what you're looking for. They'll pair you. They'll give you a ton of options. If you like a male therapist, if you like a female therapist, uh, whatever. Uh, there's someone out there for you. And guys, it's something that you really need to do. Mental health is the most important thing. If your relationship is struggling, if your sleep is struggling, if you're struggling at work, start with therapy. Start talking to people. It really does make things feel better. And um, guys, if you want, you can uh, get 100 bucks off uh, by uh, and start feeling better. Uh, matching with a licensed therapist. When you go to Talkspace.com, get that 100 bucks off your first month with the promo code HARDFACTOR, one word. That's 100 bucks off when you use the promo code HARDFACTOR, one word, at Talkspace.com. Uh, seriously, give it a try. It's a service I use, and it's really valuable. Hell yeah. You guys want to take a quick trip to the Middle East before the TikTok? Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Well, oh, this man. Saturday was the 20th anniversary of 9-11, as you guys know. It was that horrible day when the Twin Towers fell in New York City and 3,000 people lost their lives. Hero first responders are still suffering the effects and still getting sick from their courageous efforts and horrible conditions, and and we never forget, right? And there were a lot of tributes and moments of silence, rightfully so, all weekend during the football games and at other events. Lots of nice tributes. Oh, except for one, uh, Al-Qaeda, the group of terrorist assholes responsible for the 9-11 attacks, uh, back when Osama bin Laden had a head and was their head, released a 60-minute video featuring their uh, their leader post-Osama bin Laden, Ayman al-Zawahari, uh, uh. on Saturday. <laughs> what? So that, that's kind of a bit of a troll video, no? On the 20th anniversary, you release a video of the al-Qaeda leader, who everyone thought was dead, by the way, which right. is kind of why they released it. Everyone thought that... Um, Al-Zawahari had died of, of a long-lasting sickness back in November 2020. It was reported all across the media, this guy's dead, right? So, mm-hmm. no, Al-Qaeda releases a video with Al-Zawahari, or King of the Dickheads, whichever you prefer to call him, uh, and, and it was just him, like, talking about events that were going on kind of to prove that maybe he's not dead, maybe was the point of the video. That's what people are thinking. Like, he would, oh. he talked about, like, a raid that happened in 
January 2021, which is like two at least two months after people thought he was dead. So they're like, maybe Al Qaeda. This video was put put out by way. It was released by Ash Sahab Media, Ash Ashat Media, Ash Sahab <laughs> Media, which is the propaganda group for Al Qaeda. And um, I think the point of the video was to say, look, he's not dead. But did you guys hear about that? This is like this is like when they used to release all those videos of Os- of Osama, right? Mm-hmm. Like where he would be like in different locations, and they'd be like, like they'd try here to make I you am. think he was like more healthy, and that he was yes. like running shit. Yeah, now I'm here. It, exactly. But here's the thing: <laughs> they're like holding him up. <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. We got your leader. They didn't do a great job of it because he mentioned like this Russian raid, and he kind of mentioned the U.S. withdrawing from Afghanistan, but that was known since like. 16 months ago that we were going to leave at some point so he didn't mention the taliban at all or like what's going on in afghanistan or anything really important so basically they're trying to pull the wool over eyes but he didn't like it's pretty obvious that he's probably dead he just might have died in january instead of november do Um, you think do you think before they die when they're he's so dead when they're doing these like uh two camera rants like about you know uh western imperialism do you think that they encourage each other like the guy behind the camera is like okay here's a note uh Talk about stuff that may happen in the future yes. that way in case. 100%. <laughs> yes, yes, well, in fact, in fact, I think I like think the they Tom 100%, Brokaw going yeah, on vacation. They had him, you know, they had him reading a bunch of possible outcomes, like Will's saying, like, yeah. right before he died. He's yeah. like, and the aliens from space came down, and now that is a sign the jihad must continue. And yeah. they're like, okay, let's take another take. Okay, you see the Browns winning the Super Bowl is the indication that we, you know, Yeah, how about that Tom Brady, huh? Yeah, how about Tom Brady? He's been traded again. He's not with the Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely do all sorts of possible futuristic so many takes, takes. 100 um but he's definitely dead so don't worry don't worry about that guy fuck him he's dead fuck al-qaeda for releasing that video on the anniversary he's dead mm. um and then remember let's speaking of ta- the taliban which he didn't mention at all remember mm. the picture of the classes resuming uh in kabul right oh yeah yes with the divider sheet <laughs> yes where the women are on one side of the classroom and the men are on the other side with the sheet uh separating them yeah that experiment's over probably because one woman got an answer correct that a man got wrong and that was it <laughs> and now women are not allowed to be in the same schools as men at all um <laughs> that's, that's so quick. fucked up they <laughs> yeah. tried it for like a day <laughs> yeah i'm telling you someone got a question right and made a man look like an idiot and that was it uh, either that or a man got like a boner and he was like uh they what do you open mean the sheet every one of those men had a boner yeah open the sheet hope there are any holes one in of that them sheet. felt real guilty yeah. about it and he was like professor i've got a boner can you please send these women away who do we mm. kill who do we kill for that boner <laughs> you either send them away or i'm gonna start shooting up the class Eyes at the board. You can't see through the sheet. There's everyone just staring at the sheet, hoping to to catch a glimpse through it. We have uh, we have no problems in ending the mixed education system," said Higher Education Minister of the Taliban, Abdul Baki Hakani. The people are Muslims, and they will accept what we do. Uh, So the women at their women's schools will only be taught by women and will be required to be in line with the dress code, uh, like covered. This is what they're going to have to wear. Uh, the the hajib like head to toe eyes covered mouth i've never understood why even when they're in separate facilities they still have to wear that they make them dress like a fucking like a security door in a back alley uh drug dealer pad where you can just open the eyes to see who's knocking situation Mm -hmm. like dressed like that door how do you know who's talking yeah you don't know yeah i don't know uh well the the also here well here's the thing Wes. the the men will also be taught different um, courses than the women. They're going to change up the courses. Men will be taught math, science, history, and aggression, and women will be taught 
to stay absolutely still and show no emotion while being screamed at. <laughs> Those are the subjects. That's they the divided them up. They covered it like that. They said they're going to divide the subjects up. Uh, this comes after literacy, literacy rates amongst women has doubled in the last decade in Afghanistan. Oh, no. Only to 30%, though. So they, they've doubled, but they're only at 30%. That's way too many smart women for the Taliban, though. They're going to get the literacy rate lowered real quick for women. Is They're going to say, like, hey, read this. Uh, she read that perfectly. Kill her. All right. <laughs> We're going to bump that back down. Yeah. That's the most 15% right away. Dangerous yeah, thing for down. them is women Don't they read. can read, man. They, they should yeah. be fucking scared. That's, well, that's, they are, they're do- that's, that's why yeah. they're doing this, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's literally what they're scared of. They got their <laughs> PR photo and then it was done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no more literacy for women in Afghanistan. That's sad. Very that sad. sad. Yes. Um, all right, guys, before we get to the TikTok International Moment, I want to talk to you about our fantastic sponsor, Full Bore Barbecue. And Full Bore is proof the American dream is still alive when you have a superior product mixed with unstoppable work ethic. What started with a group of high school friends trying their hand at a local barbecue competition has turned into a company that is trusted everywhere. It is known to make you the star of your backyard. Uh, our, uh, their sauce and rub combinations might as well be peanut butter and jelly. Classic flavors with the extra something that pulls them over the top with a wall of trophies and hardware to prove it. Over 30,000 units sold and enjoyed nationwide. I know we've been enjoying them a lot since they yeah. sent us our packs. And many members of the Hive has have been as well. Best damn rubs and sauces you'll ever allow to tickle your taste buds. One small business trying to support another. Uh, they can be found at almost 300 retail stores. Check out the website for location information. And uh, please read their story and check out their unique recipes on their website. Rub it in. Follow them on uh, Instagram at Full Bore BBQ Products for fan features and Full Bore BBQ to see more of their work. And Full Bore is offering uh, our listeners 10% off your entire order using promo code FACTOR. So stop forcing down that sweet baby raise and support fellow Hard Factor listener and Hive member by visiting fullborebbqproducts.com. That's fullbore like the pig, bbqproducts.com to order yours today. Code Factor, let's barbecue everything. Best, I mean, you can't get better than laying down some of that barbecue sauce on something right before a game day. No, it's it's fantastic. Whoa. It's fantastic. All right, guys. It's time for the TikTok international moment. That's right. Today, we're going to the Netherlands, then over to Vancouver, and then to Italy slash Vatican City. First up, uh, in a story I love out of the Netherlands, some Dutch dudes took one for the international team of parents who are real tired of those Lego bastards and how much they charge for the little plastic blocks. Um, I, for one, can't even begin to tell you how much I've I've, I've spent on my they're son. They're so expensive. Oh, why, it, why is a Lego set like $50? Because you know? they're engineered, uh, you know, very co- the cost of engineering uh-huh. and plastic. I don't know. I mean, literally, the, it, I, I've done the math. I've watched him, like, put together a, a Lego set and, like, how much it cost me. It's like, it's like 50 bucks an hour entertainment. That's oh. that's what it equates to. It really is. Those things are yeah. so expensive. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so so they're uh, yeah, the, the, the high costs are ridiculous. So let's uh, go to the Dutch town of Voorburg. Um, and let me pull a picture so you guys can get an idea of where that is. Right under Amsterdam, a little, little southwest of Amsterdam. Friday night, a van, likely driven by two men, likely angry dads, rammed into the front of the Intertoys toy store at just after 9.30 p.m. And... Um, Here's a uh, here's a picture of the uh, here's a picture of a, oh, a, yeah. a, a stuffed monkey that was a, you know a collateral damage in wow. the uh, ramming. Um, they crashed they crashed the whole front 
yeah. end of the building in. Yeah, they just went right through. So mm-hmm. now managers believe that thieves were after Legos and Pokemon. First, because nobody can really afford Legos unless you're rich. Two, the new series Lego Masters, where nerds build um, impressive Lego structures, has taken the popularity of Legos to new heights. And third, some of these limited edition Legos quickly become uh, like nerd collector items, and nerds will pay upwards of like five figures for these things if you if you if you if you can find the right nerd, right rich nerd. That's um, hosted by Will Arnett. I can't imagine mm-hmm. anything more infuriating personally than building a Lego structure for hours <laughs> and then having Will Arnett uh, like nitpick it. Now, yeah, yeah, he's like a he's like a bully comedian. They hired him to like yeah. kind of right. kind of make fun of the nerds. I saw right. twenty minutes. Hell on earth, earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. being a contestant on this show. They hired him because he was Lego Batman. Well, I get that, but yeah. also I, last person I'd want but, nitpicking my Lego thing after I just sweated for an hour trying to put it together. He's a dick. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So luckily for the store, they were prepared for this kind of ram raid that has been on the rise in the U.S. and Europe. And the managers said they had laminated glass in the storefront so the thieves were not able to get much before ditching the van later found near the uh, the Hague um, after a Lego police helicopter was scrambled to catch the Lego thieves who are still at large and likely apologizing to their very disappointed children that they couldn't get them more Legos. So um, next, let's go to Vancouver. This Lego castle sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I gotta tell you. Sorry, we brought you Duplos. All I had was Duplo. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe you could use some of that jizz from your hands because you don't jerk off all the time, you nerd. Maybe that'll stick your legos <laughs> together, you nerd. Nerd. I'm Will Arnett. I thought he was uh what's his name from uh Breaking Bad for a second from the picture. I didn't know could uh, place him. Him and Amy him and Amy Poehler got divorced or and he's been in all kinds of uh, stuff. He's a great yeah. comedian, but yeah. I mean I would not want him nitpicking my Lego set. Yeah. Oops, someone pushed over your structure. It's me, <laughs> Will Arnett. Um <laughs> destroys it. Yeah. Oh, pretty weak actually. <laughs> Stomps it in. Yeah. <laughs> is this what goes on in the show? Yeah. He like he goes around to he's he's is nice it children that, building them? It's nerds. No, it's, it's like nerds. it's uh it's 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 adults, but there are some teenagers. There's some uh He's gonna fuck with the teenagers. There's some nerdy teenagers. Yeah. Um, all right, let's next go to Vancouver for one of the worst things that I have personally ever heard. Um uh, as a friend and brother of the Golden Arches, um husband and father of two. Tony um, Ailes, uh, I'm not sure how to say his last name, E-Y-L-E-S, has lost his life doing what I can only assume he loved doing the second most behind, uh, you know, spending time with his family, of course. And that was getting some hot, fresh and very delicious Mickey D's. Um, The tragedy took place at around 5.30 a.m. this past Wednesday morning when the man involved was likely on his way to work, grabbing the, the highlight of his day on his way into the office. When, according to the news report, quote, the man was reportedly paying for his food when he dropped his bank card. We've all been there. You drop some change or your card. He then opened his door. And when he went to pick it up, the vehicle rolled forward, colliding into a structural piece of the restaurant. I'm imagining that big pole that that sits there. And then he was unable to free himself when he was pinned between the vehicle door and the frame. What just snapped him? Yeah, just like I think it like maybe crushed him or suffocated him to death. He couldn't breathe. He's smelling like the fries the whole time. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. So, yeah, you can imagine. um, First of all, our condolences to Tony's, you know, two young kids, his wife, his whole family and friends. No doubt he was a great man and will be missed. But also to the fine restaurant staff at McDonald's who wanted nothing more than to brighten Tony's day with a smile and great food. 
This was probably the most horrific thing many of them have ever witnessed. And luckily, he died on the scene. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, McDonald's being the amazing place to work that it is, is scrambling counselors and victim services to help the staff cope with this tragedy. And um, Tony's friend and co-worker has started a GoFundMe. Uh, here it is. There's his family. Uh, yeah, so far, they've support. raised over 45000 Canadian dollars, another fundraiser um, also uh, in effect. So over $60,000. If you'd like to donate, check out the link in the description in this episode. I made a small donation on on, on behalf of Hard Factor um, to help thank you, you know, thank you. the family thank of one of our brothers. So yeah. just a just terrible story. Out Fellow of McDonald's eater. Ooh. Yeah. It's not supposed to happen sad. to McDonald's. No, it's very, it's very sad. It's supposed um, to be a happy line, you know? Right. It's supposed to be, you know, highlight of the day. Not, not Tony's day that day. Um, okay. Let's end it on a nice story, shall we? To Vatican City, also known as the City of Secrets, I believe. Um, which, yeah, which is actually just a state inside of Rome, Italy, where record temps, literally the hottest summer on record in Italy, have inspired Pope Francis to do something nice for Rome's prisoners who are um, rotting away in um, in the jails there. There's there's Rome and, uh, you know, Gil's idea of where it is with uh so they're thank yeah. you yeah yeah thank you for showing us where rome is right there, right on, i had right no idea the, until right on the shin of the boot you know yeah Basically. i had no idea um so he decided to do something nice and give this, the prisoners a cold treat <laughs> some some gelato rome huh where yeah. did you think where did you think rome was in Italy? i thought it was way north oh really <laughs> oh it's like southwest uh, surely it was north <laughs> it starts with an r r is high in the alphabet it's high yeah. it's north gotta rome be. gotta be can't be down south um so yeah he sent gelato to fifteen thousand servings in fact to be distributed between the old uh, regina coeli jail and the tiber river in the center of the modern repibia prison in the city's outskirts housing the worst of the worst you know like child molesters rapists murderers stuff like that but the pope said you know what there's a special treat from me to you and he sent polish cardinal conrad Krzyzewski, who is known as the Pope's almoner, uh, or one who distributes alms to the poor. Um, The Vatican described the act of gelato kindness as one of several small evangelical gestures made to help and give hope to thousands imprisoned in the capital. And here's a clip from an inmate they interviewed about the gesture um, uh, from inside the jail. Ah, this has been so hot in here. And then the Pope, he sent us a gelato. And it makes me remember of when I was on the outside. I used to take a gelato and I used to lure the children into my basement with the gelato. Dio benedica il Papa. So that was, you know, fond memories. <laughs> you, 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 you can hear... The prison workers in the background. Yeah, like, uh, go, right, that was crazy. crazy. The guards, yeah. the guards like, you got to wrap it up at the end. Yeah, he's like, yeah. they're like in the Bronx, but in Rome. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, well done, record. soundscape. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. So, um, what a great. Man, it pull, sounds huh? a lot like a like an Abilene, Texas uh, festival inside those. Uh, Papal jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey. Your funnel, your funnel cake's ready for Wes. <laughs> I, I literally sat an hour line for funnel cake last night. <laughs> Unbelievable. But deep fried cheesecake changed your life. Um, so yeah, the, you know, good for the pup. He's a great guy, right? Yeah, um, that'll make up for it. Yeah, that'll make up for it. And that's going to do for Hard Factor. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. It's like uh, some poor kid in Philadelphia. <laughs> do I get gelato too? No, just the prisoners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, what's up? They're the richest people on planet Earth. How are they just like, they're like bragging about giving out some fucking ice cream to a couple inmates? They could give out homes to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's the richest per capita place country in the world. Therapy. There he is. All the way up there in northern Italy. Oh, that's where Rome is. Yeah. Good point, Pat. They should give out health care to all the abuse abuse victims. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instead of sending lawyers to try to negotiate them down. Yeah. Oh, for another day. For another day. The, protect the. What's the? It's not the crown. The the. What's the, the hand? Protect the hand. <laughs> I mean, they've got some gold the crowns hat. in there. The hat. The hat. Yeah. Protect yeah. the hat. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, Father Brian. Yeah, sorry, Father. We love you, Father Brian. And love you. All of our Catholic. Not all. Priests. Not at all Catholic priests and art molesters. We know that. Look, uh, anyway, city. just twelve percent. Most, yeah. most are, which is good. <laughs> Not all of you guys are. City of Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> City of Secrets. What is, that? what is that music you're playing? It's just, <laughs> just people wailing. <laughs> wailing walls. Yes. Um, all right, guys. That's going to do it for Heart Factor. Thank you for listening. that was a Muslim thing or Jewish. No. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Heart Factor. Have a great fucking day. See you later.